going on y'all this is the cornerstone podcast episode 54 subscribe like comment and share the content you can find us on youtube stitcher spotify google Podcasts, and itunes it's rob on the mic we got eric and phil how y'all doing fellas we here baby you know what it is you know what it is we good bro we in the business hey, hey phil up there in that arizona with that good weather and shit man good man, bro. all day bro Team to whoop our ass in football today. Everything, boy. Mm-hmm. Woo. Man, we kind of lost him. We lost him. Yeah, he's talking about my internet for the past couple of weeks. This shit went out. <laughs> hey, believe you me, mine messing up too. I don't. It's a damn shame. We got Direct TV and all these little persons with Direct TV and you know that HBO Max and she come for free. Yeah. But I'm like, damn, baby, we gotta get com- we gotta get Comcast internet fast as fuck. Mm-hmm. Shit, man, this should be going so slow. But we got like, I mean, everybody in the house is on the everybody in this house is online, like it's on the Wi Fi. Oh. <laughs> so shit, you know, I heard, I heard, um, gee, I heard little yeah yeah you playing with somebody. You got to be having little microphones and stuff. Like, oh man, my internet came went out. My Wi Fi went out. <laughs> I laugh so hard. I say, I understand. Because you, you know me, shit. The box in like the back bedroom in here, and I still got Ethernet cord running all through this motherfucking kitchen all the way to the PlayStation. Because I ain't going to get kicked off on like Madden and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but everybody in the house, we got three PlayStations going on in the house, like seven laptops. There's so much shit going on in here, man. I'm like, Lord, we need that. I mean, I thought the Ray TV was decent, but shit. I still think that Com- I still think Comcast got the best internet, y'all. Yeah, by yeah, far. They got mm-hmm. uh down here, down here they dug cops. It's basically the same thing. They got mm-hmm. the same internet boxes and everything, but everybody, you know, everybody always talking about the internet was talking about you know AT and T better than Comcast. Just no, the same thing. Yeah, it ain't been Comcast the best. I trust me. Motherfucker. That, that's why they say Comcast just have they do a business thing just for everybody to be online and Wi-Fi and all that shit. They they got that shit. They really do. Mm-hmm. But um hit us with the topics tonight, G. Let us know what we're talking about today, baby. Hey man, it seems like there's so much lawlessness going on with the smashing grabs and the uh carjackings and and the um and the tragedy that happened in Beverly Hills. You know, Clarence Avon, the black godfather, his wife got, you know, killed in a home invasion. So, but, you know, fortunate for that situation, um, the perpetrator was caught. I mean, he would, he just looked like a, a low down, dusty, dirty nigga, man. I mean, you would think that Beverly Hills is the, one of the most safest zip codes in the U.S. And for that to happen to them, you know, out of all people, it happened to them. So, so, um, like, but, have you heard about you that? Got tips? 
I ain't hear about it, but come on, man. I was just talking about that earlier with somebody about LA and stuff. All them tents, a lot of homeless people out there that probably know their way and can navigate through Beverly, like you say, through them little neighborhoods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. Any, anything could happen. I mean, everybody once came out there to be stars and shit. It ain't going to work for everybody. You see so many people be up there homeless and stuff like that out there, G. It's easy for somebody to be like, man, shit, my back against the wall. I got to do something, you know? Right, right. I yeah. mean, but the thing, too, is, like, you you, you, you say it's, a, like, the safest neighborhoods. Is it safe because it's policed, or is it safe because of the people that live out there? Exactly. You See, think it, it really the ain't stars safe. live out there, right. It really ain't safe because all of the stars, you know what I'm saying, yeah, they all may live out there, but they ain't at home a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. people can move. A lot of people can move through that neighborhood, you know, frequently. I mean, you, you, like, undetected, for example, undetected. That, yeah. Yeah. For example, the people that be squatting at people's houses when they be on vacation and stuff like that. The neighborhood yeah, really shit. ain't safe. It's probably, it's probably under policed because of who you of think live out there. Right. Uh, yes, of course, it's under police. But the, the reason why it's safe is because the residents that's living there, they're not committing, you know, those type of t- uh, those type of crimes. I mean, they they commit white collar crimes, but as far as strong arm crimes, you know, you're not gonna see that in Beverly Hills or in or in Wall Street, the Hamptons, the um, you know, Martha's right, Bay. right. You're not gonna see that out there. So yeah, if a motherfucker be see. like, so if a motherfucker be like, you know what? Damn, we can really just go up here. I mean, I'm pretty sure they get they. I'm pretty sure them Hollywood police, the Beverly Hills police, they got they they stories that's kind of fucked up too, y'all. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, I'm sure that they profile cars that's driving through the neighborhood, and um, yeah, yeah. So if you got some type of um, I don't know, a uh, Malibu, like a yeah, <laughs> like older car that's just driving through the neighborhood. I mean, trust me, people are watching you. <laughs> like, you right, don't watch like, your camera. Right <laughs> hey, what they say? What they say on? Uh, what do you say on the wire, G? I'm sure they well, what's the name had the Nolly. He was like, man, what's wrong with this picture? What's, what, what's wrong? What you got about twelve kids in the fucking um kind of like Escalade? Something wrong with this picture. <laughs> that's how it is out there in Hollywood. You see a motherfucker Chevy riding around there two or three times. I'm like, what the fuck going on here? You know what right. I'm saying? He, he did this about two or three times. Hell no, shit. But you also, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I ain't spent no time in Beverly Hills, but the perception is a lot of the homes have drive ups. So if you're in the neighborhood, you may not even be visible from the house. Ain't nobody going to see you until you actually come up on the property. Yeah, uh, I want to... Uh, you're talking about, like, those big compounds, but as far as, like, like in general, I mean, like, the ungated properties, I mean, you could just see it from the street. I mean, it's not a it's not a big deal. Okay. Well, I say, like I said, I ain't never been up there. I know in some of the neighborhoods here, like, you know, obviously most of the neighborhoods here you could walk up to the house just from the street. But like when you go up into the mountains or something like that, you can't get to those houses unless you go up the mountain and then into their property. So it's mm-hmm. like if people moving around outside of their house, they might not necessarily see it until they get to their front gate. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they on the property. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we yeah. The, hey, man, we out there next year, man. We probably want to do one of them little tours just, just to do it, man. Come on through, bro. 
Yeah, man. The, uh, TMZ tour or something like that. Uh, yeah, like in LA, shit, Arizona, whichever one, you know what I'm saying? Shit, I mean, I've been out there a hundred times, well, a couple of times, but I, ain't, I still ain't been on Sunset, you know, at night. You know, I want to see what that There's shit so much like. to do, man. There's so much to do out there. Mm-hmm. But that smash and grab shit, like they doing that shit in the suburbs, out here in Chicago and in the suburbs, like, shit, that... I don't get him. And they be up that deep. Like, you get a smash and grab with, like, 12 niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's right, but that's the, best, that's the best situation to do it in. They just getting smart, to be honest with you. Yeah. If you got 12 people run up there, it's just like a small riot. You can't control 12 people at the same time, 15 people. Nah, not with two, three security guards. Hell no. Nah. Exactly. You know, and, and tech technically, the law say in retail, you, I mean, in most retail situations, you're not supposed to chase nobody. Right, you just let them go out the store. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So you ain't supposed to put yourself or nobody else in danger over the over their property because they have insurance to you know protect them. They don't need to. Because if you get hurt trying to help protect the company's property, then the company gonna have to pay for you having getting hurt. But you violated company rules, so they're not gonna pay for you. That's why they get fired. So that's yeah. you know that they already know that a lot of these kids and they know that shit exactly. They know that shit. So they just gonna take advantage of the situation. Whereas back in the day, you just go in there, one person, maybe two people, and try to work the space and get you know one person distract the salesperson while the other person steal. Now they just go in there ten deep and run out with all of the shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, they like you said they get smarter, but the shit still because it's just our people when you see it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, y'all, y'all, you need to do better, man. Yeah, it good. is just our people when we see it, but reality is everybody be stealing, bro. Oh, yeah, everybody. I'm pretty sure of that. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, yeah, they that might be trying to find a lick, but, but like I say, when we see this shit, it's it just seems like the, the cameras just be on when we do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, easy. So, yeah. 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 Well, we just bad thieves. Put it that yeah, way. That's all. No, we just getting hit targeted by the media. That's uh that's it. Media, media ain't gonna show all these white middle aged women that be stealing jewelry and shit from, from the jewelry store. From the jewelry store. Try to shit cause they try to shit on their neck and then they just walk right out the fucking door. You know right. Or these young teenage girls that be stealing sunglasses. Cause they be these white young teenage girls, they be stealing like a motherfucker. Now, are you referring to at the mall? Mm-hmm. When you worked yeah. at the time, so it was mostly Caucasian people stealing more than the blacks. Yeah, by far. Oh yeah, by far. I, when I was in Water Tower, they were girls. You know, a group of girls. They all look like. You know, young cheerleaders or whatever they come in the they come in the store six ten ten at a time, just like we talking about black people. They, but we got it from them. If you ask me, they'll come in the store. It'd be like eight of them, and they all giggle giggle, and they put the sunglasses on their head. They'll put one pair on their head, and the other one they'll be trying on. And after a few seconds, if you weren't paying attention, you would think the one on their head belongs to them. So yeah. they just take them off, put them back, and walk right out. And if you ain't paying attention, they just came up with a pair of Tiffany sunglasses that was four five hundred dollars, just four, like that. 
and look, and they went like, right out that bitch. So it, it seems to me that that they either doing it by accident or they just doing it for sport because they they really don't have to steal because it seems yeah, like yeah. from an affluent background. No, right? they got to steal too. Some some oh, they, of them are missing. Don't you you trying to give it like a privilege thing? She got the money and she doing the shit. Which right. Is, no, no, I will say I will right. say a small percentage, but most of them white girls they probably. Like First, trash, they, right? They going through shit yeah. just like anybody else, just trying to steal. Exactly. They if they but, came but in, they can still, look the part. They come to look the part. We ain't looking at them like, oh, this girl. Right. You know what I'm saying? She come in with her regular day outfit and she stealing. You looking at these niggas because they coming in with some skinny tight jeans, so white off dreads and all this shit. Like damn, he look like he could be on bullshit. Or well, them right. three or four, they look like they on bullshit. I ain't paid attention to nothing for shorty. You know what I'm saying? Well, her little flowery sundress on and shit. And I feel safe. She got the glasses here, this, that. She walked dead out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, but that's what the eye, the optics is. The optics is. That's the optics. That's, you, all about. that's why you put on TV. There's these niggas doing all this shit. You know you say? You don't, you don't get to pick up the camera when they all oh, this white girl came and stole some shit. You know what right. I'm saying? We don't Same time all the niggas was in the store. It was probably some other little white girls right on the other side of the store. <laughs> same shit. Wow. Little white girls still, They still for cloud too. This news yeah. to me, man. So I, I had no idea. So I haven't worked in retail, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Everybody still. Even like, even like they, well, they call them gypsies. I don't know what the appropriate name for them. But they are coming to the store, you know what I'm saying, with our, all their kids. And they kids will be stealing. And they know they kids be stealing because they be telling them to steal. Mm. Yeah, I know what they'll, you're saying. They'll, yeah. come in, they'll come in the store. It'll be one, like one parent, typically the woman. She'll have about eight kids. You know, all them kids ain't hers. Only the one in the baby stroller is hers. The other seven just belong she to get, the group. And then she ain't stealing here, snatching them. Yeah. And she'll act like she can't keep control of them. And they'll be taking stuff and picking up stuff and putting stuff down and taking stuff. All the while, they stuffing shit up under the baby. Damn. So. <laughs> then the bet, then you might catch them putting stuff, or like you might catch one or two of them stealing. And then because they so little, you just, you just chalk it up to the kid being, you know, silly or being a kid not knowing no better. But while that one kid stealing the other two or three or four kids, they all taking shit, putting in their pockets, putting it under the baby stroller, putting it see, in the mama know, clothes. They see, all they and know they, they get they're doing. You half still be empty. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. It's a, it's yeah. They do this shit on purpose. Look, the shit sounds yeah. good too. The shit, look, he, this nigga, he sound more like shit. That's a good plan. <laughs> shit, really, the way you talk, I'm like, damn, that's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, kids hey, won't get prosecuted, <laughs> especially with these carjacks, because kids are being used to to even do that, knowing that they won't get the uh, full extent of the uh, punishment. So yes, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. on a smaller scale, as far as doing it in retail or some little corner store, or whatever. We had a little eleven year old right. this yeah, they... last week. Eleven year old carjack somebody, man. It's like eleven years old, y'all. Where at? I forget. I think they got it. I don't they knew the age and everything. I'm like 11 years old. He's supposed to get a. He's supposed to get a whooping. You can't even put him in jail. You just gotta whoop his ass. Like, dude, you 11. 
Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck you really doing yeah. out here? But see, like you said, these older niggas putting their asses on because they they not going to get in trouble. They ain't going to get shit but a whoop. You know right. what I'm saying? And chances are, like, the mother probably know about it because right. um, whoever's telling the, like, um, you know, 10, 11, 12-year-old to carjack, the mother's probably going to think that, okay, so he's going to get some money from it, so it's going to benefit me, too. So it's a lot of, yeah, it's yeah. A lot of shit mamas out here that's, like, allowing shit to happen. Oh, yeah. well, you ain't getting no argument out of me on that. Right, that's what I'm saying. You ain't getting no argument out of me. Cause these yeah. mothers, they be like, "Well, where the mothers at? The mothers got to be knowing something." Shit. Yeah, they, they on the take. They on the take, man. Right, yeah. right. I think I said I had did a post some years ago about if you don't go through your house and all through all your kids' stuff and check just to see what's in your house, then you're not a good parent. Yeah, they be like, "Oh, like, that's my privacy. This my no, motherfucker. I want to know what the fuck is going on." And it's your privacy, but you in my motherfucking house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit, the shit with Michigan. The shoot out with the kid in school. They said they they would they told the parents that he was drawing shit about guns and talking about killing and all this shit. And told the parents they was it was like the parent, the mother was like, it's okay. But they like, actually they bought him a gun for Christmas though. Yeah, like what the fuck, dude? Yeah. I thought it what? was they bought yeah, the kid guns for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the shorty that shot the kids in, up in Michigan, man. Like, oh. And, and first thing, oh, well, mental health. You know, dude. I hate when people that say that. Yeah. Y'all using that shit for crutch yeah. now. That's what happened I, when you, yeah. Some people, like, I understand some people really get it. You know what I'm saying? Some people really get the anxiety and they really go through bullshit. Like that, and I understand that. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, motherfuckers, it's just a badass kid that y'all gonna raise <laughs> this fucked up kid. And now he doing yeah. shit. And then it's all, oh, well, he got problems. Yeah, because he was raised fucked up. Yeah. He knew what the fuck he oh. was doing. That little yeah. boy, he, was, he, he knew what the fuck he was doing. Or he was raised right, and he just a fucked up kid. It's a whole lot of them out there, right. too. <laughs> Stop trying to hide behind the fact that but, you get bad. But, but, but when the mother, when the mother knew that, he knew that they bought the guns and he up there at school talking about he got guns and draw pictures and shit, and the mom was like it's okay, just don't get caught next time. It, it's, that's when it's fucked up. Yeah, Phil, she said. Mm-hmm. That's why I said. Yeah. Hey, I know what you saying that some of them ain't, they raising their kids right, and the kids still fucked up. But some the kid gotta have something coming from home, and that's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That's some real bullshit, y'all. Yeah, Phil, those are the exceptions as far as, you know, if, if you're a kid being raised right and you still go out and, and be a fuck up, those are the, the very minority. Yeah, like that's a small amount. In general, shitty parents is raising shitty kids. They're just exactly. the way. Hey, the niggas I, I mean, I 100% agree with you on that. You know, yeah. It is what boys, you know. You can't always dictate what your child going to turn into. In fact, you never can. You can't never dictate how your kid going to turn out. You can just do the best job that you can do. Yeah, and but, but, hey, And hopefully 80% of the positive shit you teaching them, real ball. 60% exactly. of the shit, real ball. When they get older and understand, you know, understand the world and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lucky yeah. if you get fifty one percent these days. <laughs> yeah, 
that's a yeah. struggle for a lot of folks, bro. Yeah, just to yeah. get that one percent that keep them on the good side. But like I said, man, I, we done talked about this a hundred, a hundred and one times. See, it's different than us coming up and when they these kids coming up. They, dude, this social media got them. G, it's everywhere. Like that shit has got us. To them, social media is famous a drug. Yeah, it is. It's an addiction. It's definitely an addiction. It's an addiction. We motherfuckers, like, you teaching them this, like you say, 51%, you trying to raise them this way, and as soon as they go upstairs and get on the gram or some shit, they see some shit, <laughs> or somebody put a beam up, that they be like, yeah, that's, that's how I really want to live. I want to live like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that ain't it, man. That's not life. Yeah, man, because like back in our day, like if you were somewhat popular, that was pretty much kind of restricted to like your like your school. If you was like well known, but like now, if you if you got like a decent follow on social media, I mean, you you are the local celebrity. I mean, you you are like going to be like the most desired the neighborhood celebrity. Yeah, the neighborhood yeah. Celebrity, local celebrity. Uh, the world celebrity. See, these kids spire just rocket into fucking lifetime success from the from social media. Yeah. It's, they, it's too much. It's overexposure for these kids, and a lot of them don't know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And, and they deal with it the best way they can. Some of them end up, you know, being really successful. Lost and some yeah, some of them lost end up that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, it was a you know what? What I'm, the, what I'm looking to see, like, uh, what I, what's going to be interesting is like 10 or 15 years from now, when those kids get older and start to really like live and see what it's like to have like to really be an adult an adult because you, know yeah. you know how you think about kids a lot of childhood celebrities they grow up and be drug addicted and commit suicide and shit like that like it's going to be interesting to see if this generation of so social media superstars start running into those same types of situations I so hope like they do everything so but everything so quick they be on top of the world G you talk about five seconds, 15 minutes of fame. It's, it's way less than 15 minutes now. Or six minutes of fame because it's always something else coming. There's always yeah. somebody going to post something else different. So it's like, it's like you said, once they hit the top and they realize, okay, I can't live off some shit I did eight, nine years ago. Now what the fuck am I going to do? It's the real world now. But right. I got fucking known my whole life. I was a YouTube star. I'm not sure of the number as far as the threshold in which you can monetize off of your like Instagram page, but you you pretty much cut like the middleman out. You could pretty much let like make your own little money on the side just off social media alone. You don't got to go out of work at McDonald's or Burger King like we did back in the day. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, that's, that's true, how I started. But I mean, at some point, you know what I'm saying? Your content going to become not important to people. And yeah, then, if, you, if you don't evolve, yes, it, you'll be yeah. obsolete. So, I mean, people are just going to age out of your content. You're right. You, you're exactly right. Right. And it's like it's like kids on the Internet, 14, 15 years old, buying houses, dude. <laughs> <laughs> buying houses. What they, they 25, 26 years old, they get to a point, hopefully they doing, you know, they got good man, money management or hiring people to work with them, but I can't imagine all of them are. And I just foresee a future where 
they going people gonna age out of their content or their content just not gonna become attractive anymore and all their money gonna go from you know making eight thousand, ten thousand a month to minus thirteen. Minus thirteen, honey, you still in the red nigga. <laughs> but you know what you you're not trying to hate on that. You just looking at it from an older person point of view, like man, that's what the fuck's gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so I mean is social media money is just like money that athletes get you know like the faster you get it's the faster you will lose it as long as you don't manage it correctly because it, it's so easy to be caught up in the whole lifestyle and if you're not protecting yourself i mean because you, they got entourages you know mc hammer was a uh, was a slave to this whole concept of like making sure that everybody was taken care of I'm like like oh man I mean, you got to take care of yourself and your immediate family he took he, everybody with him, G. He took yeah, he that, that's one nigga that took O Town 357, BNGB, Bones, and them, the guys that was dancing with him. You like I said, I went to his concert, man. It was so much shit going on, I don't even know what fucking song was playing. Like it was niggas <laughs> over here doing shit, 357 doing shit. He singing, rapping, and doing his thing. I'm like, man, he gave a great show. And you getting paid. But guess what? You gotta pay each fucking individual that was up there on that fucking stage, man. Hey, hey, man, you kind of dating yourself. Like, what year was this that you went I to? I was so like, you went to the MC Hall concert. Yeah, I went for my eighth, my eighth grade graduation, man. My eighth grade wow. graduation. Damn, it was, man. Um, it was boys to me and Joe to see, and and then uh, MC Hall, man. You know what? It was it, hot. It's not like, it like a hot concert, though, like from from that time. You know, to from get that those- time, nigga. I'm- I'm yeah. gonna be a freshie, man. I'm learning the game from boys to men and Jodeci. And Ooh, then that's yeah, your hammer pants on. I had a he had on a, a suit vest, hammer pants, and some Jodeci boots. <laughs> fuck y'all, man. You know, fuck y'all, man. man. Yeah, I knew time. See that that's why niggas can't that's why niggas can't tell what the fuck going on in their life. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you tell motherfuckers something that they ain't know or something. Yeah, but it was nice, man. Look, Hammer to this day, G. Hammer, you know, I'm young. He had one of the dancers out there. She's like, you like that? And the guy in the crowd's like, yeah. He said, you want to come? You want you want to see her after after the concert? Dude, like, yeah, Hammer, thanks. Hammer say, well, you going to back up? Oh, we was at the Rose Maharaja. Like, you come back around, G. It's going to be a sign on the door that say, you can't touch this. Gee, everybody busting up rolling. I'm like, ah, I love Hammer. It was a good time. G. It was a good time. Good times. Fuck y'all, nigga. Hey, what's the score, man? Then you went to high school. Then you went to high school uh, and realized all that shit. Yeah, I went to high school. <laughs> I went to high Niggas school. like, you wear Hammer pants, nigga? Get your ass out of here. Right. I'm like, nah, man. He got them parachute pants. I'm like, damn, I got <laughs> Hey, shit, I was at the Catholic school and them niggas was like, hey, man, give me that shit. Um, you know, but no, nah, <laughs> man, 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 you know, look, look, speaking of them, but back then, Bone came out in 94, 95, and then yeah. it was just, you know, it, look, for some reason, it was more my style, you know, busy and them niggas. Shout out to them, too, man. Hey, Shout speaking of Bone, I loved it, man. Speaking of Bone, I did not see the verses, but I saw the whole clip in which, um, like, Busy threw like a microphone at him or something, and then all hell just broke. Two water bottles, man. Yeah, two yeah. water bottles. But 
And it was good, man. I was going to take shot. Shout out to that nigga Nelly because you did hit me about a versus. But um, that shit was good. I like me and my wife, she even stayed up and watched it with me. And it was like, she knew how I felt about Bone. Everybody know, you know what I'm saying? Even my mother, rest in peace. My grandmother, we called them T-Bone and Ray Bone. That's how much niggas love Bone back then. It was like, to see Busy do that shit in the verses. Now, he, he, he said they was mimicking him. I really don't think they were trying to make fun of him. But then Juicy J says, suck my dick. And like they say, man, anytime you introduce your privates to another man, be willing to fight or something. And Busy just got mad. He lost in this shit. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, man. I, like I said, I, I love the concert and everything, but being a Bone fan, when Busy got off the stage and he came back on, he still clowned. He he still was trying to really be the JD Kiss of that for that whole versus, man. So who won? You know me, I'm I'm pro Bone. I say Bone won. But you know what? It was like I'm gonna say this, y'all. I was watching um, Golden State and Phoenix Friday night, and Golden State was beating the ass, you know. But it didn't matter because Phoenix like kept playing and kept making it close, and that's damn near how I felt about them because it's like I still feel like Bone was japping out their songs, busy killing them with Thug Love and Notorious Thugs. But Triple Six Mafia really had some hits, and they and they was playing them. Then they had all these cameos like Lil Wayne came out, the uh, Project Pat, Wiz Khalifa. Uh, they even had Taz. Um, what's the name? He did. Um, Chance Howard. Now he do they do with that trick. They did hard out here for a pimp. For the record, oh, yeah. they didn't do whoop that trick and the bone didn't do first of the month. How they ain't do first of the month? And they did and and, and, and I said the same thing about three things. Like, damn, whoop that trick, but well, how chance since you had brought them out there, but nah, they didn't. But bone man do first of the month though. That's I weird. was like that. That was like that. But they did every weed song. They did the we on um, the weed song, the one from um Buddha Lovers. Buddha Lovers. That's what it started the fight. Cause you know, busy <laughs> singing that shit and Juicy J and James Bull so they was up there dancing, like slow dancing. So I think he <laughs> felt that they was making fun. But they was just doing it out of fun. Look, busy, I love him to death. He came in on bullshit. Everybody shake your hands and stuff. He turned around and walked off. I said, okay. We know niggas. We know niggas in the hood. Like we, we from that Midwest bullshit, nigga. And I'm looking at him like, yeah, he on bullshit. Motherfuckers, <laughs> they came in. Three six mafia had a big double bag. You come out there, you see they was throwing monies and singles and shit. Busy had the little black leather duffel bag too. He hid this shit behind the DJ booth. And I'm telling you, <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. We from we from the hood. We like oh, this nigga. Strap, huh? How the fuck it look like? How the fuck he got them red? How the fuck you gonna slide it behind the DJ booth and be slick and the fucking cameras on the whole fucking stage, nigga? Right. But right. you know, like I say, everybody know how he is and shit. So it's like you know the nigga off. And then this motherfucking gangster boo, whatever. She said, um, that's what's wrong with y'all. Busy gonna fuck up y'all career. Nigga, they fucking 50, 40 years old. <laughs> busy gonna fuck up y'all career. She said he must ain't take his pills. He ain't take his meds. It was funny as hell because at the end of the concert, she the first bitch that was over there trying to kiss them all in the mouth and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? She all ugly, uh, but she showed said, I, "Dude, she she kissed so many people over there. I saw a little meme that said Busy Bone got COVID, and I said if he do, this bitch kissed everybody in the fuck about Lil Wayne. She kissed everybody, and she looked like she just got off the plane from Memphis. 
and just came straight to the concert. Damn. Yeah. Shout out to Memphis. I got niggas in Memphis. Shout out to Memphis. It seemed like uh like back in the day, it seemed like busy was always one foot in, one foot out. I mean, we really didn't know what his head was as far as like, do we want to be part of the group or do we want to be on that solo shit? Well, if he just motherfucking no. I mean, like I, I was telling the wife, I'm like, she we I was trying to explain to her, like, this the same nigga that was missing video shoots, like songs that he in, like, you know, the the first of the month video shoot, they added him in. He wasn't even there for the beginning, so they had to put him in and shit. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, Days of Our Lives. Great. Verse where he killing that shit. He right, he wasn't in the video. Yeah. Look, look into my eyes. They got a, a picture of him. Like I said, this is <laughs> I follow that shit. I'm like, these motherfuckers crazy. G. Like, this nigga, he not in the video. So it's like, you know, he, it was always some shit with him, man. Shit about him. And I, he admitted to robbing the old lady, snatching the purse. I mean, but when that nigga get on the mic, hey, Phil, when that nigga got on the mic, he got on stage for his age. And everybody else, they had, they fucked up. When that nigga got on stage, them niggas still had the lungs. He singing the whole time. When he rapping, he rapping as fast as he used to and all that shit. Right. The nigga still had them lungs. I'm like, this nigga still performing his ass off. Yeah, so, they they recently, like in the last five years, started got back together, started doing shows and shit. Doing some little shit, yeah. Man, like mm-hmm. I say, shout out to Bone. I don't give a fuck. Y'all still oh. my niggas. The oh. niggas went broke. <laughs> I drop a bomb on that. Now, um, now do y'all consider yourself red pill? Yeah, you gotta you gotta break this down to us. So, where, where this come from, and what is this referring to? I mean, I don't know where it came from, but as far as like just the thought of just to have this as a topic. So, like, like over those years, I mean, I think I said maybe like a time or two that, hey man, I've been taking this red pill, man. These bitches ain't shit. You gotta take the red pill. So, but like when you hear about the red pill, as far as the content online. It just seemed like it's kind of restricted only towards women, right? As far as just like knowing about like a woman's true nature, but but as as I kind of analyze it more, it, it's all about growing up, though. Like as you get older, you you kind of like know about women's tendencies, because like when I was in my early twenties, I was like, oh man, like I was always told that women women want the good guy, but every time you know I put myself in a situation to like be the good guy, she she goes for the opposite dude. So, but like as I got older, I just understood the concept. Well, like, you know what? Just to listen to what these bitches saying. <laughs> they say one thing, uh, but do the other. I so, but, feel what you think. They want to. How you feel about women? Like you think they want the good guy? Uh, I don't know. Like, the thing is, like with me, it's like I never put myself in the box like that to be paying attention to it. If that makes sense, like I never you consider never myself a good, good guy, guy right. Or, right, or a bad guy. I just am me. So if you ain't want me, you ain't want me. I, it, and that was really it. But I, I guess. If, if you want to put it in that context, like, yeah, I mean, most most women do want bad boys until they don't no more or until they got six baby daddies or six kids and no baby daddies to take care of, right. then they want to fuck out. 
Yeah, I used but... to hear good gas finished last. I used to always say right. That. Yeah, it's always said good gas finished last, and I never said I was the good guy, but I could be a good. I could be a good guy. You know, I could be the ideal boyfriend back in the day and shit. You'd be like, okay, I could deal with him. But if you don't put nothing in her head to think that, you know, people take advantage of the good guy. I mean, women do it. Me and we do it to other good women. I mean, if you if you know somebody that's a good guy, they more laid back, and you know, sometimes you can get stepped on, and you can get walked over. So what see, I that's, always that's the thing. Like that's the thing, though, to me. Like when you say a, a good guy, or no, nah, you just said something. You just said. Uh, what well, damn? What did you just say? You just said a, a good guy, uh, a get stepped on or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they'll walk yeah, taking, take, taking advantage of. That's yeah. But see, the thing to me is like that don't make you. That's not part of being a good guy. That's just you being a simp. <clears throat> yeah, sucker. Because yeah. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna let nobody take advantage of me. So if I'm good or bad, I'm not gonna let nobody take advantage of me. So that's. On the guy, the point, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but more or less, what I'm saying is, okay, you a simp. Then I would say, then most good guys are simps. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I'm, I'm, I mean, I know what the fuck you're saying. Because if you, if I put my foot down, it's it's a point where you can, you know, you not, you can't push me. Like most simps, or we say good guys are simps. It's like. They been they been more they maybe they don't break but they been more in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm a bend, but trust me, my bend is see somebody get bent, bent, bent till they get broke. But see, if you try to a woman try to bend me, eventually you pull me back down, so I'm gonna come back and smack the shit out of you how much you've been bending. Me. When I say <laughs> smack the shit out of you, I mean like physically hitting you, but I let you know like you know what I'm saying like that shit ain't going. You not I'm not the nigga that you can just do that to. Well, right. treat me like that. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna walk over me because I'm allowing you to do some shit. You, I got that point was like, nah, motherfucker, stop asking for shit. Or motherfucker, right. you're not gonna go out every motherfucking weekend. I'm not that nigga. You, you with me? We got, you know what I'm saying? We got this tub, this tub and pool type shit. But motherfucker, you ain't finna just walk over me, man. And 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 when we say walk over, I feel like they really mean like motherfucking good guys get walked over. That's what everybody say. Oh, she walked over. Oh, he a good guy. Like you don't heard them in the same category. Right, right, you know what right. I'm saying? Same phrase. Now back to the, the original premise, right? As far as asking okay. y'all if y'all are red pill. Like like I said before, seems like the content on red pill is just kind of strictly on on women. But to me, I think having the awareness uh, of of the true reality of how things work, as far as how the sausage is made, I think that the average person cannot be red pilled because you're not in drenched in and like being like around shot callers that can kind of like affect things behind the scenes. So like, for example, people who are, who are working in Congress, who are working in the white house, those are the okay. real pills, but niggas just talking about the red pill on YouTube. That's not red pill to me. So I, I was just wanted to know if y'all consider yourself red pill. Yeah, I, I I guess I just don't feel like I have enough context. No, okay. How about you, Eric? I'm gonna agree with it. I I I'm not gonna say. 
I know how I can have like um like you said, red pill, and I can understand like how you how I look at the world and how I'm looking at shit like regular shit or this and that. I ain't going to say I'm in that situation. I, I, I don't really try to put myself peeled in. Because I do, I feel like everything got its own, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's got its own shit. I'm not, I'm not going to look that, it's, I could be red peeled, this all women, politics, this and that, and say I know it for myself. But each each one of those lanes is different. So I'm not going to say I'm a red pill next, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I so will see what you're saying, but nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't put myself in that. Yeah, because I used to consider myself red pill, but that was just only strictly how I view women. Women, right? So I'm saying you got a different right. I think I was misguided, bro. Right. I think I was misguided. I just think that I'm, I'm 40 years old now. So what I know now, obviously, I didn't know when I was like 25 or 20 years old. So it was easy for me to kind of like be taken advantage of. You know, like back then, I was considered like the good guy. And, and good guys are are, are kind of like required to like overcompensate and, and like, and like do more stuff for the Punani versus other type of dude. So I, I got to fall prey to that. So. Oh, okay. So the real <laughs> pill dude, you went above it for y'all. Right. Yeah. Red pill niggas like, man, I ain't got to do that shit, man. Right. <laughs> okay, anybody. then, yeah, I'm red pill. Nah, I'm red pill. I'm still not going to swallow that red pill, y'all. Like, I'm not no, going to do that. I, I, no. If that's the context that you do try to come across there, yeah. I mean, I think, but a, a lot of it for me just was just based on what I was willing to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, if mm. if it, I, I, under, I always understood it was a numbers game. One, you know mm. what I'm saying? And typically, you know, I, I would have I would have me somebody I was involved with that to me was high level anyway. So I didn't really need to be bothered with that. But when it came to me being single and me, I realized it was a numbers game and I could just, you know, if I'm if I holler at 50 and I get 10, I, 10 is a lot to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're not used to dealing with 10, you get three. Three is a lot to deal with. Now it's like everybody got a, a main and a side. That's only two. So when I was single, I would probably have five or six. You know what I'm saying? So, but even so, then, you was the I you was the bad six. guy. So you was the no, bad I wasn't. Guy. I wasn't. I wasn't treating them bad, but I wasn't spoiling them either, <laughs> and I yeah. certainly wasn't spending a lot of money. <laughs> right. So yeah. you will be considered the bad guy because, like, if you were the good guy, then you would have to like do the whole cupcake and and and, and you know spend That's the money on dinner. So you, uh, well, yeah, that's what I was, yeah, yeah. You, I, I wouldn't say I was a bad like, guy. I just wasn't the good guy. I feel like you was the nigga coming in at ten o'clock smashing while I was out with her a couple of hours early, spending dinner on her. Then dropped off. Oh at home. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Her <laughs> but but in, my, but, in my, but in my defense, I didn't know that she had a good guy. <laughs> and that's how it be. And that's truly how it be. And then you find right. out she's like, yeah, he's just my friend. Damn, man, right. this nigga spending money over me like this. He your friend. <laughs> then you call me and you want to get right. dog fucked and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like, what about this guy? He's, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and, and I like even that, still, though, I understand that. And even still in those situations, those females had other dudes. I just didn't care. I wasn't wrapped mm. up in trying to be they have all their attention. You know what I'm saying? So they probably had two or three on they was dealing with. 
Occasionally they get up with me. I trust me, I done ran into some females I, I had dinner with and still ain't hit it. That's nope. I think every guy been through that. But I would yeah, say a lot less than I'll give you that head. Yeah, you know, sometimes you do take one for the team. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And you just gotta now, you this, just take it and keep going. This is like a lighthearted question, right? So if, if y'all were okay. like major league baseball players, as, as far as y'all y'all hit rate, so now if if you're hitting 300, 320, you're a Hall of Famer. So it's based on the open market, as far as the way y'all was hollering at chicks and smashing them, like what what was y'all hit rate in y'all heyday? Were were y'all batting 300 or, or were y'all batting 250? <laughs> in my heyday, honestly, I was about 365. <laughs> <laughs> I tell Williams, motherfucker. I'm, I'm <laughs> still. I still felt bad. Then when I got married, my friends didn't retire my motherfucking jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like Martin, like my jersey, I know supposed to be up in the rafters. <laughs> like, like I don't give a fuck what nobody say. We can okay. boast and brag and talk all this shit. I was, I was, I that was clutch games. I mean, you know, I wasn't just doing it. I, I really started doing it for the fucking sport. Okay, back, so okay, so you was. Okay, so you was literally Derek Jeter, right? Yeah, I was clutch, <laughs> and I was Derek hitting like that. Derek, Derek had some years. He was 275, 250 sometimes, so I can understand. I might have hit a slow year, but my slow years was better than niggas Hall of Fame year. Right, okay. So what was your you bad average, Phil? Were, were you a Hall let, of let Fame? Me, let me remember. All right, so, so remind me how ERA, ERA is calculated. Now, that's pitch. Pitch no, okay. Uh, oh, bad average. Yeah, the bad average, right? The bad average. You hitting about three some. You 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 killing it. Two seventy some. You 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 was above average. Two fifty. You might have been average. You know, you get you hit twice. You, you get it hit two times. You two times you strike out, grind out. You know what I'm saying? So it's at, at, for every at bat. If you get on base, that's what I'm saying. How is it? I don't remember how it's calculated. But if you get on base, I mean, every time you go up to bat, if you get on base, you three four hundred hit them. Right. That's okay. why I said I, I said three sixty five just because I might have a game where I go on three, but for most point, I'm two for three, three for four every night. So the, what I'm trying to understand is how you get over three. Is it based on the? That's what I'm saying. Where the where the three come from? No, three hundred. I'm saying like if, what at bats. Yeah, right. Average you get on base, home runs, any type of hit. Right. If per you hit, game, so it's base per game per at bats. So if you at bat you four times, hit. you bat three hundred. You 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 hit three times. You basically bat about three hundred seventy five percent. Damn nuts. Okay, so we saying if if every female that I was involved with, what percentage of those I actually ended up smashing? That's what we talking about. Yeah, somewhat, yeah. So if you, if you, had like, the, if you five, right, you got five chicks right here that you lined up that you bet in two weeks span. Out that five on the two or three weeks span, how many of them you hit? Okay. Sometimes so all five, it. right? But I would say majority of the time is off. I, I can only think of four, maybe three or four females in, in how old am I, 42? <laughs> and in thirty one in twenty nine years, 
Only about three females I dealt with more than one time that I didn't end up smashing. Okay, I see and that's only well over a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely three, say three fifty-three. Yeah, over three hundred. Yeah, I'm well over three hundred. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Niggas was knocking it out the park. Yeah, I mean, y'all. Then, y'all, hey, y'all was, y'all. hey, then you got to do the quality of the chick, too. I don't give a fuck. It's still the quality of the chick, too. I mean, niggas was yeah, knocking I wouldn't, down. I wouldn't. Niggas was knocking down thoughts, like, easy. Yeah, but That's y'all thought it was shit. Uh, I think go. I probably oh, hit maybe three thoughts. Y'all thought they were dimes, though, so. I, I probably hit three thoughts. Three. Three thoughts. Actually, you can't even say that because thoughts are hot. That's our thoughts yeah, are hot. Wait, wait, why? You can't that, even say that. That's how you do that. It's some thoughts that was motherfucking nice, nigga. Eight nine. Yeah. It was just alpha. Most thoughts are pretty high up on there. I mean, it's it's thoughts in corporate America. Yeah, no, that's right, that. They can't even call that. We talking about like, as a matter of the fact. The ones you wouldn't tell nobody boots. about. Those are the right, ones you talking about. Some bugger boots, some bugger boots. Hey, the ones you wouldn't tell nobody about. Smash, you smash, and you see how I'm put like, I need, I need some my friends about you, and I tell them niggas everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, like, I probably like, had maybe yeah. two of them. Two, it's maybe two, two or three of them. Man, shit. Guess what? I'm still not gonna give them no credit. I'm still not giving them no credit. I, I still ain't gonna tell y'all. Cause those some good numbers, but shit. Huh? <laughs> nah, I, I can't hear. If, if I also correlate mine, I'll probably be a solid 300 hitter. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm 325 or 340, 350. I think I was a solid 300. Then At- you was a you was a fake good guy then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was. You know what, I, I was a serial. Two eighty nine. I'm still an all star. So this is hey, right, right. That's good enough. I'm still all star. Two eighty nine, like ten. That's a good bad like, Right. That's yeah. that's like Mark Grace numbers, right? Right. Yeah. The reason why I wouldn't say three, because I mean, it's like the ones you got. Bam. You you was a double triple type of nigga. You would get the hit, but. I would say, compared to maybe field numbers or my numbers, we had more at bat. That's, That's all. What I'm saying. That's it. Yeah, it was just more at bat. But I still, nigga, you you knocking them in. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I just, you you can't get the three hundred just because you can have that is miss. <laughs> but don't hey, you you cry out. See. I don't want to see because it's gonna come out like a challenge. Hey, that it makes <laughs> it makes him look better than us. E, either way it go, it makes him look more better than right. Us. If he had as many bats, if he, he had many bats, as we had, he would have been. If he had as many bats as we did, he probably would be like three, four, and three, bit. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Play, only played ten seasons, and y'all y'all play eighteen seasons. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's but see, saying. one of your seasons, one of my seasons is like five of your seasons. <laughs> see, that's what we said. But we not <laughs> We know for a fact that you could knock us in if you had to get up to bed in the bottom of the night. Yeah, yeah. I'm he was out third. here. Right. And then, Mr. Phil, we all took one for the team. 
Mister, you did more sacrifice than any of them. we'll be like, no, but this is a good way. I mean, you still got the shit. But it was like, man, holla her for me. You know, it was like, that's what it was, holla her. I returned to this chick, man. He said, no. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Rod, Rod, brought, Rod brought talent to the team. First of all, he brought talent. Right, he didn't he know he was bringing you. talent to the team. He brought the talent around. Right. <laughs> he probably he, he was going to smash the talent. And he ended up giving the talent away. <laughs> but he, see, he was a great GM. Let's, let's get yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's a great GM. Let's oh, man. Let, let's keep giving credit. Let's get these niggas these flowers now. I got a good team talent. for a fact. Right, right. Good. He had a good alpha talent. He lined them all up, and then we like, yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was fucking great. Oh man, I went. I, went, I the way we grew up, y'all. I wouldn't trade it for shit in the world. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade it for none in the world. Shout out to Nelly. Shout out to my nigga Luck coming over with my cousins and now. Like everybody had their moment. I was telling a friend this um, um last week. I'm like the same shit we kind of talking about, but I was like, y'all, for a young guy in his mid to early twenties to late thirties, even probably mid thirties, you want to have that night that you want to be the man. That one night where everything worked out, you hit the club, everything worked out, you got the chick, you smashed her, whatever, or you with this chick, y'all been with each other for a minute, y'all having a great time together, and then you end up talking to a best friend and smash her, anything, you know what I'm saying? It's like that one night when when you go to bed, you like, I'm, I was the man tonight. Like every guy has said that no matter what, they'd have been, and Matt, my story might not be as good as your story. Your story might not be as good as mine. But that one night, you was the motherfucking man of your crew with your nigga. You know what I'm right. saying? And I yeah. told her that. And I was like, and I was like, imagine that shit. And she was like, that's, that's kind of strong. I said, now imagine I'm having that day every fucking day for 10 summers straight. And I'm like, but it's the truth. It's like, imagine that. Guys get that one time. And they life maybe like, gee, I'm on top of the world. And I'm getting this shit every fucking day. <laughs> well, I'm going to bed like nigga. Ain't nobody know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I was like that and that. And I said, that's what makes me egos. That's what makes us this and makes us that. I'm like, because at the end of the day, it ain't even about getting the women as much as it is getting your peers to be like, you was the man. Right, you, you want that's what you, know that you gotta you like that. Your, right, you want your guys to be like, man, I hang with this nigga because he really be doing this shit. Well, you hang out with people that's about that life because you be like, damn, we get out here and do this shit, and it be right. fun to say. But guess what? I'm telling you, my nights is like that for three or four summers. This motherfucker's in a hot puppy. This motherfucker, I feel like I'm the man. I couldn't even imagine what his what shit he got, what he do. You know what I'm saying? So it's different standards for different guys coming up in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always that. He done hit. He, he have it every fuck. I don't know what it's like to have it every day since I'm motherfucking 26. And I'm fucking 51. And every day I'm having a perfect day. Even they have bad days. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, but they lifestyle. Their bad is, days is right. our best day, though. 
Right. right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And that's how, and I like, just like levels to that shit. Like, how you coming up in life? Like I said, nigga be like, man, E, I had a chick, we did this, this. I, man, I, I was the king of the world. I'm like, nigga, that's my fucking Wednesday afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that was his shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's different levels on that shit. Mm-hmm. Shit, because like I said, I, nigga, we, we done kicked it so hard and had so much fun, but I, like I said, having that feeling, every man I had at least one. When you get 35, 40 years old, you can look back and be like, man, I had about five days in my life where I was the king of the world. You know what I'm saying? When I was on top of my neck with the women yeah. and kicking and this shit like that, I'm like, everybody love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Every And it's like, once you have it, you that's when I tell niggas, you stop hating on people and shit. Once you have it, and you see somebody else have it, you know what that feeling is. So you know it's like, man, you had your time, man. You done kicked it. You, you know what I'm saying? You right. met the it's chick. You met the chick. You one nighter. You know what I'm saying? She a bad chick. She still calling. You don't even want to deal with her no more. You the motherfucking man. You know what I'm saying? You feel like that. Like, damn, yeah, I got that shit. Yeah, man. It's like a rite of passage, man. So, yeah. For, right. Like Every so every man, man it's like they they write the passage. Yeah, yeah, hey, I know what you mean, man. But uh, but yeah, but y'all y'all had way way more summers like that than I did. So I mean, you know, I was a good guy, so I I wasn't afforded those opportunities. Right. I mean, I remember like Rob, rest in peace, man. Benny C will be like, man, E, I was listening to you talk to that shit. That was weak as hell. But it works. <laughs> like, he, said, he said that shit was terrible. He said, but it works. You know. But it works. But it works. Talk, everybody what? Everybody Eric cousin. That's how it all started. Y'all been my kids. I've got niggas that I know. They got they'll tell you like nigga, I'm getting ass because the girl think I'm kidding to Eric. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm rolling with E in the car club days and shit like her, her girls fuck with me because her main girl fucking with E. And I smashing her friends. And it was like, to have that, to feel like that shit, y'all, and to have that, man, it's, that was that shit. Like I said, like you said, we had that shit like every fucking weekend or like every three weeks in a row, you just doing that shit. Until you get tired. Until you really get old and get tired. Like, man, I'm through with this shit. I, I can retire. Hey, uh, for me, it was the point where I realized how much money I was burning. <laughs> hey, going to clubs and drinking and all that. Every, every, that's when you really you sit down and you be like, if I think about all the liquor I bought over the summer of two thousand two, <laughs> yeah. I thought I'm a fucking mansion right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you say. It it always those highs always come with something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those highs you get, nigga. You you done kicked it in blue money, shorty thinking that you live motherfucking at the Marriott. You know what I'm saying? You up here. <laughs> come on, she bring her and her girl, y'all boy to y'all. Nigga, I was about both I'll be for something to eat. God damn it. I gotta pay for this room. I will tell y'all niggas the story. Y'all be like, damn, that was that shit. They bad as hell. But guess what? Now I'm eating fucking oodles and noodles the rest of the week until I get paid again <laughs> to, to do the same shit. 
Then you get the one chick that want to spend money on you. Don't want to take advantage of her. See, that was the good guy, niggas. That was the good guy. You didn't want to take advantage. You did your shit. And I'll say most, especially us. We ain't want to take advantage of no chick. Like, I know niggas that would just be like, man, fuck that, nigga. She giving me this and that. You never, we never felt like that. And I know I can right. speak for y'all, too. You know what I'm saying? I speak for our crew and shit. Like, we never had a chick, even if they had that shot, they'd be like, oh. You got to take me and my friends, this and that. Nah, we weren't like that. Hey, y'all, st- uh, car club still in, uh, in fad right now? I don't know. They, they, they turn to like social clubs and shit like that nowadays, but I don't know. I'm really too old for that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I see sometimes in the summer, me, me and um, the wife would be riding. Like, we go back to 87, they be in the park by all the cars. So they yeah. be out there. They'll do the, the child's club always, shit like that. And you be looking like, damn, that was the life. That seems like you that's a young saying? man's game, man. So now that we 40 That's plus, a young man's game, yeah. Now that we 40 plus, man, I think the the clubs that we need to be starting is Gun Club. So I already got a name for us. We should be called the Johnny Rambos. <laughs> the Johnny Rambos. The Johnny Rambos. I don't agree with that name. Now, Phil, I have been listening up on this shit. But the Johnny Rambo's, I didn't think so. I thought, why Johnny? What? Why Johnny Rambo's, dude? That's just the most generic shit you can think of. That's a bad name, my nigga. I'm saying, I mean, I I can't use John Rambo. I mean, it's it's fucking Rambo. Um, you know, but it's it's, like it's the crew of us. You can't be Johnny Rambo's. We gotta be like the young guns or the regulators or something like that. A posse name that, especially in the Western times, that stood for something. I mean, Phil, what you, you ain't gonna join? Oh, uh, you ain't gonna join? <laughs> what you care? Y'all, y'all gun gang. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all gonna be? Y'all gonna be walking down the middle of Lakeshore Drive with y'all right <laughs> on our side? I on our side. Nah, it's, it's, it's it's more gonna be like for like a fellowship just to you know go to the range you know maybe once a month just to, you know shoot some gun guns and shit. So I mean, it's something to do, man. We post problems. that shit, right? We we'll post that shit too. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with that though. I'm with that. Yeah. So um, you know, uh, look out. Um, look out for some gun content because uh, my, my little cousin in Memphis, like he he loves he loves guns. I mean, he owns several of them. So we're gonna do some content on uh, pistols as far as you know. Uh, what's what's some good brands? What's some good um, you know brands for the ladies as far as you know for the fit? You know should should ladies have sub compacts? Should they have compacts? Or what's the best yeah. caliber? So yeah, so look- I, just, I just I'm eager to see the conversation about shooting people because I don't. What's the point that's of getting not- a gun if you ain't gonna shoot nobody? I just don't yeah. get. It would never be about shooting people. It should be. Like there's a lot of people that need to be shot out here. But I'm just saying. agree, and <laughs> I agree. I agree, but it's just to protect us. What what can I say to that? <laughs> what can I say? I mean he's right. I don't know. It's like okay. it's like, that's just like having a car club. That's like having a car club and not not racing the car or not driving the car. Like 
it was it was just about meeting up at 87th Street or on South Chicago. That's all it was. Yeah. Right? But y'all drove it. Y'all drove the car. We drove and we did other shit, man. Like we did things too, man. We did a so toy the drive purpose, a couple of years. The purpose of the car is to drive it, right? But the purpose is to drive it. The purpose of a handgun is to shoot people. It's to it's to shoot targets at people. the range. No, it's to shoot people. Well, I'm telling you my purpose. I, I hope <laughs> I never use my weapon or like another human being. I hope I never uh, be. In then a- you should then you should be collecting shotguns or or uh, rifles. No, we I, all I go. Say, let's see. Let's do that's, not, We can have a hunt group. We can have a, a hunt group. Fact, as a matter of fact, I have my conceal and carry class next month, so I'm gonna go through that. See, that's that's just another thing, conceal and carry. What are you concealing and carrying it for? To shoot a person? You're not concealing it to, to carry it to shoot a target. No, I'm doing it for I'm doing it for self protection, self defense. <laughs> but like I said, for all you people out there, I hope to never ever use my weapon on any human being. I hope to never be in that situation. But if I am in that situation, which I got to choose my life, my um, you know my my kids' ability to like have their dad here, I, I'm I'm going to choose me. So yeah, so I, I, hope, I hope to Not never big. be. In that situation. So I are you that's your disclaimer. <laughs> that's his disclaimer. Yeah, I, I have to say that this is YouTube. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll say this is my disclaimer. If I get to the point where I need to buy a gun, I'm gonna go and shoot whoever it is I bought it for. <laughs> okay, and and, I, and, I, and I that's just me. Angle. I see your angle with it. I'm not buying no gun unless get... I'm going to shoot somebody. Now, if I go buy a hunting rifle, I'm gonna go hunting. If I go buy a car, I'm gonna drive it. If I go buy some clothes, I'm gonna wear it. If I go buy a gun. It's to but shoot. If you want to get a nice a semi-automatic, it's to shoot them in. Right. I understand. People buy weapons for the uh, competition of, of like you know shooting. So it's it's not about yeah. shooting people, it's it's about using it's as like, like I said. Sport. But the intent and purpose like a of a handgun as a the intent and purpose of a handgun is to shoot people. The intent and purpose of shooting a target is to get better at shooting people. The purpose <laughs> is is uh, personal protection. Why willy nilly just shooting you people? Being politically correct, that's that's what you're doing. I, but I the fact up. remains, a gun, a handgun, is designed to shoot people. Just that's like a, they just thinking. like a a just like a uh, what's what's the bullet? <laughs> what are the bullet types? I'm, I'm losing my mind. The hollow right points and stuff. Like, just like point. a hollow point is designed to do, has a specific purpose when it hits a person to perform certain functions inside their body, right? Mm-hmm. What is a hollow point designed to do? To like stop them at a at a rate in which it's going to slow them down faster than uh, than like a regular full metal jacket. I, I get the whole concept. Exactly. It's designed to shoot and kill a person. It's not designed to shoot a target. If it is designed to shoot a person. Mister, Mister, I got shells and they gave me shells. They talk about that's for like target practice. When you buy hollow points, you trying to rip some shit up. 
<laughs> you are trying to rip some shit up. I give you that. You trying to rip some shit. So up. if you want, if you want to start a gun club, then you should be buying rifles or hunting or something. Use your guns for what they were made for. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Well, one of the they main weren't made to shoot targets. They were made to kill people. Well, one of the main purposes of, of hollow points is if you do have a nine millimeter, if you're going to use it for home defense, you 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 really don't want that bullet to like penetrate walls. So that's why I like the hollow point. <laughs> home defense ammo versus the regular nine millimeter uh, ammo so you got a reason why you like um you know buying stuff or, or using it for so but yeah keep you on keep a look out that's like keep a look out coming soon real yeah tough. coming soon we're gonna he have already, he already he already stacking up his you know i got mine so you know, oh yeah you what you think of my new um my new pistol. Phil, I'm sorry. That yeah. motherfucker nice, G. <laughs> you nice you it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it's supposed to be. That's a nice little cute sound. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's, hey, man, that's that shit, nigga. I don't care. I looked at it. I said it was nice and said I like it. I like it. I can't lie. It's cute. I mean, it is cute. Hey, E, so it, like... I'm after the holidays, man. We're gonna uh, go out to the range, and um, I think there's one in Oak Forest called uh, Eagle. Yeah, Eagle. Eagle, man. That's why. I'm, yeah, that's why I'm my guns from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna. It's go right to down 159. Yeah, I'm from 159. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one of your days off, and well, hopefully we have like the same day off in the middle of the week. We could probably go up there when it's slow. So. Well, once in my days rotate to the middle of the week, yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, especially after the holidays. Like like I say, now I'm working my ass off, but after yeah. then, man, we got time to kick it, do some shit. And I told Phil once we go to Arizona that, that I want to go to a gun range, too. Shit, bad peace, man. Oh, uh, I, that's one thing I have to talk to my wife about. As far as what? So, Getting a gun, like yeah, getting a gun for the house with the babies and Because really, I, I wouldn't be doing it for any reason but to buy one for you niggas. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, you don't got to buy right, one. Right. You can, you could just rent one at the range. Yeah, you know, everybody like yeah, to have it. I mean, but so, but right, but see that we get feeling to some shit like that. He rent it, he shooting it, he get that. Then you once you pull that trigger, then it's like, well, nah, I've, I've shot, I've shot guns before, fellas. He go Wait, I ain't said, I ain't said you did. Damn, I'm not saying nigga did. But I'm saying, I, hey, that- I, I probably done one thing that you all haven't done with guns. Oh, here we go. Here oh, we go. You know what? We got to end the show now. <laughs> hey, so catch us next week, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Catch us next week. We'll be out here. Hopefully uh, we y'all. get Nelly back. Hopefully we get Nelly back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Miss that nigga. We catch up. And definitely, man. Um, next week we um next week we're gonna have a group up in here. We're gonna definitely talk about the um us going on location, doing a show from Santa Monica and whatever topics is gonna be popping up over the week, all right? Yeah, that's show. Y'all, yeah, Cornerstone Podcast. We'll see y'all for episode fifty five next week. So We'll see y'all later. All right, All right y'all. Bye, y'all.